Our Father God in heaven, Lord, we, we thank you for who you are. Uh, God, we thank you for the opportunity to come in uh, into your house um, and uh, just enjoy the air conditioning, but enjoy one another, but enter into uh, a time of worship to hear what it is that you have to say. Um, knowing that um, you've created us for a purpose, knowing that um, you have a plan for our lives, and knowing that you are going to see that plan through. God, even when we think that things are falling apart all around us, we know, or we should know, that you are still sitting on the throne. So God, let us, as we uh, open your word and, and, and dive in today, let us hear from you. Let us uh, be able to, to, to not only hear what it is you're, you're saying, but let us act upon that. And as we do that, Lord, let us uh, be able to be bold witnesses, um, that we can share your good news with, with those that are around us, that we can not just be ones that come to church, but we can be ones that are the church, we can be the church. Uh, God, I, I ask that as we have our brothers and sisters that are, are traveling about and uh, enjoying the the, the, the time in which you've given them or the, the resources which you've given them um, to uh, enjoy your creation and, and uh, uh, one another. I, I pray that, that um, you, you stir in them that sense that it's all from you and they are to enjoy it, but we pray also for the, the safe return and uh, we pray for multiplication in all that we're doing. So uh, God, we ask that as we do this, that we give you all honor, all glory, all praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, last week, we, we talked about how the, the, uh, the, the Word of God is the source for our, uh, our right understanding. We, we, we talked how that if we're going to have real, um, un, a real relationship with God, it has to be sourced from uh, what it is that God says about Himself. And the week before that, we talked about how the rules are communicated, and the rules that God communicates reveals Himself to us. And the week before that, we talked about the difference between the, the, the um, real relationship with God and the counterfeit relationship uh, that uh, the, the, the world tries to portray of God. And as I think about this, and as we, we are going to dive in today, um, we, when we talk about the, the, the difference and the rules and the source, all of this comes back to this, this, this central element. And when I say central, please don't, don't push too hard on this because you'll understand what I'm saying. But this, it comes back all to the central element of the recipient. The recipient. And what do I mean by that? The, the recipient. We have to understand if we're going to talk about real relationship and how God um, designed relationship to be, we have to have a clear understanding that, uh, of who God designed relationship to be with. You tracking with me so far? Turn to uh, um, Psalm chapter 139. Because in Psalm 139, we can get a clear picture of the recipient of the relationship um, that God wants to have and who He wants to have that, that with. Now, as you're, as you're turning there and as we're talking and as these moments are approaching where we have to make a decision, um, what we also have to, to, to do is we've got to take a, a, a real look at what we call relationship. Remember, the, the, the relationship is just this, 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 this intentional interaction that, that, we're, that, we have, uh, that we have with 
our Father, with, with the Creator. And, and as we um, look at our relationship and as we um, dive into His Word, what we want to do is we want to understand, and this, is, I guess, is what I want you to understand, I want us to understand, is that we were created for relationship. You were created for relationship. I, I encounter this question all the time. Uh, when, when people say, yeah, but what, what, what really is my purpose in life? Why was I put here on earth? What, what, what big plan does God have for me? Some people don't even say, what plan does God have for me? Because they don't even believe in God. But, but that's the question. I think that that's at, at, at the, 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 the center of human nature here is like, why am I here? Well, I, I can tell you without a doubt that you're here because God created you for relationship. And not only just for relationship, but for a real relationship with Him. Now, when we say that, you, some will push back and say, well, you know, I know a lot of people that don't believe in God. You mean that they just have no purpose? No. Um, believe it or not... God uses, and, and when I say uses, I don't, there's no negative you know, implementations or connotations or anything attached to this, but God uses everyone for His glory and everything for, for His glory. The question is, am I going to be used by God for His glory, and I, am I going to be able to um, enjoy that, or am I going to be outside of that? And when we look at it and we understand that, that we were created for a relationship with God, I believe that changes the entire perspective of our life. So, so when, when, remember when we asked us, I asked when we, we prayed to, to, for God to bring to um, the, the forefront of your mind what it is a, a situation, a struggle, or uh, a circumstance that you're dealing with? And asking God to, to, to you know, not only bring that to, to mind, but give you the courage and, and the strength to, to execute upon that. I, I think that as that is, is, is being brought to, to, to light, and it, or has been brought to light, what we, what we can do then is we can look at that now through the lens of, wait a second, God has created me for a purpose and that purpose is relationship with Him. So how does my situation in which I am in, how does that result in the glory of God? How, does, how can God be glorified through the situation in, in, in which I'm in? Because I, I think that that's some, sometimes people ask that. Like, hey, Pastor Lee, you don't, you don't know the, 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 the depth of, what I, the, of, of where I'm at or, or how nasty or how dark it, it really is. And how can God use this? I don't have the answer of how God's going to use that. I just know that God is going to use that. If we have the perspective of understanding that our lives are purposed. Because if we don't have the, a, a, an understanding of our, of our purposed lives and understand that we are created for relationship with Him, when all of this stuff starts to pile on, we can have an easy, we, we can take an easy road and just like, I don't, I don't know, we can get lost here, we can get lost there, and we can be... Um, tossed to and fro and, and we can feel like hey, hey everything's just falling apart around us or you can feel like your your head is just swimming anybody have that feeling like everything's just going crazy and your head's just swimming maybe it's just me all right well if you want to know i can like let you in on some of my swimming as long as you have floaties on because i don't want you to drown but sometimes that that's what it feels like 
Because I lose this perspective of, wait a second, I'm created um, by God uh, for relationship with Him. And when I'm not focusing on my relationship with Him, that's when everything else starts to overwhelm me. I love how the psalmist here in, in, in Psalm 119 um, explains all of this. And when I say explains all of this, he, he gets to the, the, the root uh, of uh, the, the truth here. Psalm 119, or I'm sorry, Psalm 139 uh, is a psalm of David. This is a psalm in which you guys have probably read many times um, or heard people refer to. Um, some wonderful posters have been made of the passage we're going to look at here. But we're going to look at uh, verses 13 through 16. Because if I... If, if, if I am told that I am created by God for God, I mean, that's basically what, 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 what this real relationship is all about. It's like, I'm created by God for God, for a relationship with Him. I want to kind of take a step back and, and have the, uh, a, a few insights of this whole created aspect of it. And I think that the, the, the psalmist here, this is David, he, as he's writing here, he gives us a, a little bit of insight into his understanding of what it means to be created by God. Because I think that, that in a world where um, we're under attack, creation, the, the human dignity really is under attack, we've got to take a step back and, and we have to understand that we were created by God. We were created, as we'll see, in His image and what that means. Because when we understand that, that we were created um, in His image and we were created by God and we were created for Him, we can look at other things. And, and other things, I, I, and trust me, some of you I know are already thinking, like, how does this really apply to me right now? I guarantee you, if, if our perspective is through the lens of understanding that God created you for Him, the Creator of the universe who has everything, it'll change the way in which you look at everything. And this creation is a beautiful thing. Let's look. Uh, Psalm chapter 139, verse 13. David writes here, For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. Let that, that, that set in for a second. And, and if you're like me, it, poetry is a little bit tough for you. Uh, poetry is, is probably, out of all genre of literature, is probably the hardest for me to understand. Um, I, I guess because I don't have that artistic bone in my body. And I can't, 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 can't just put these words in, in, into uh, imagery like, like some can. But what we can do here is we can take a step back and just let these words wash over us and break this down just a little bit. When he says, you were formed, um, or you formed my inward parts and you knit me together in my mother's womb, I, I think it's important when we're talking about if I'm created by God for God, I'm created by Him, His hands is what knit me together. We have to understand, uh, contrary to what the, the, the um, a society around us t tries to tell us, that human life begins 
At the time of that conception, when, t- when, when God is knitting you together or knitted you together in your mother's womb, that's when it all begins. Now, uh, as we, we look at that, and, and some will say, well, it doesn't happen until the heartbeat. It, it doesn't say that. It said that God took time out of his busy schedule. And, and just think about this. Definitely a, 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 an illustration here. But think about it, because God no, God's outside of time. He has all the time and everything. But if you think about it, that... He, you were, were, were fashioned together by God in your mother's womb. That takes a, 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 the understanding of uh, special, right? We're, 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 you've been told your whole life. I've been told my whole life that I'm special. Wrong kind of special, but, I've, but this is the right kind of special. Intricately woven together. That God took time to, 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 to form you, just like he took time to form Adam out of the dust of the ground. And when we, when we see this and we, we think about how um, he, the creator of the universe who holds all of the stars and all of the planets and everything up took time to knit you together. When, when, when people talk about that human life doesn't start until birth or whenever after the, that, that, that fact that that's a direct attack upon the Creator and His work. And I think as a church, and you know me, I'm not a political guy. I don't like getting into all of that mess, but I think it's very important that when we are trying to figure out our life and see how God has created us for a relationship with him, that we have to get back to understanding everything that took place and the importance of everything that, that, that took place. So if it's God that created us in our, our, our mother's womb, <clears throat> I, I'll, I'll go on to say this, and I, I know that, the, that there are even churches that, that, that are uh, um, against the, 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 these, these words that, that, that are going to come out. And when I say that, I don't say that like proudly, I say that, that, that painfully. That, that even though some claim to wave the banner of, of Jesus, they, they claim things like God made a mistake. And, and, and what am I talking about? Well, what I'm talking about is, so if we're looking at God knit us together in their mother's womb, um, God didn't knit someone together and intentionally make him a boy when he should have been a girl or get things mixed up. If God designed us, God does not make mistakes. And why, why am I saying this? Because, again, we are under attack by everyone who surrounds us. That, oh, it's okay if, if, a, if a boy wants to be a girl, or a girl wants to be a boy, or a man wants to be a woman, however you want to put that. If someone wants to be, uh, or wants to identify as the opposite sex, it's not okay. It's not Okay. And we have to, 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 to not stand up on a soapbox and try to be uh, super religious and holier than thou and tell them that all, well, the Bible says this. Well, yes, we know that the Bible says this. And I'm not saying that we hate people like that. No, 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 quite the opposite. We love people like that to help them understand, well, this is what God's intention is. 
And, and, and if, we can, if we can enter into, that goes back to those moments, you know, that I think that everybody here has encountered a situation like this where you want to be able to, to say something, but maybe you feel like you don't have the right words in which to say. Well, maybe we start with, you know, you know how God created you? You do, you do realize that God created you, and He created you a, a, a girl, or He created you a boy, and that's the, the way in which he, he wanted it to be, and that's the way in which He designed you to be. So you trying to be something that you're not, all you're going to do is going to uh, have a, a continual painful life, because what you're going to do is you're going to struggle against God. I, I know that there are some that profess to be Christians that, that, that fall into this camp as well. And they say, well, yeah, God's good with it. No, God's not good with it. Because He designed you one way and you're trying to operate in, an, in a totally opposite way. Now, I, again, I don't want to get up on that soapbox, but I, I want us to be clear in understanding that if we're going to talk about being created for relationship with God, God creates you a specific way. And, and when he, he, he creates you a specific way, He wants that to be a part of the relationship in which you have with Him. Now, I, I went to the extreme of, of sexuality and everything. I'm not going to go more on that because in a series in which we're going to hit on in the, in the fall here, we're going to look at God's design for that. But what I want us to do is I went to that extreme for us to understand the, the, the way in which God designs us not only physically, but our characteristics, things about us. He designs us uniquely so that we can be in a, a unique relationship with Him. God did not design a bunch of robots. So when we read this text and, and we say that, 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 that He formed us, He formed even your little quirks that you have about you. You know the thing that, that, that annoys your wife or your husband? No, no, no one in here? I just annoy my wife with my quirks, right? Love you, dear. But, but understand that even those things God can, can, that He uses, and when He uses those things, it's because He created those things. Now, when I say that, I'm not saying your sinful habits. Sinful habits are, are not, not given to you by God. That is, you are giving into the flesh and you are, are, are being uh, controlled, by, not by the Holy Spirit, but another one. Um, but understand that the, the way in which God created you, He created you a certain way so that when He is in relationship with you, and hear me on this, when He is in relationship with you, God wants to enjoy you as much as you want to enjoy God. And I think that too often what we do is we try to, and I'm not trying to bring God down to our level. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing us up to His, but realistically, He came down to us. And in the person of Jesus, we see that God put on flesh and we can interact with Him. And that we can know who He is. So when we're looking at this and we're thinking about this real relationship... I guess what I wanted to do at the end of our, our, our series of the, the, with this together is I don't want us to look at a real relationship as something that, like, that it, it's a, um, uh, an ending point or it's an achievement or it's a goal in which we're tr trying to get to, but it, it, it's, it's a state. Because when we get into real relationship, it's understanding that there's, there's things that happen inside of a real relationship. And what I don't want is I don't want anybody to think that that real relationship is unattainable. 
Because I think that what happens is that the, that the devil tries to, to continually push at us and continually um, bombard us with, with a bunch of lies saying that, well, you're really not in, in relationship with God and you, know, you, you can't enjoy Him and he, whatever the lie may, may be, you're not worthy enough. Whatever the, the, the lie may be. But I want us to, to, to at our core, like when we peel everything else back at our core, I want us to be able to look at our life and understand that we have purpose in our life. And the purpose that, that we have in our life has been given to us by God. And, 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 and since it's been given to us by God, that we can confidently face tomorrow. I heard somebody when we were driving back, we stopped at a, um, a gas station. Actually, it was a truck stop. Uh, to get, you know, to fill up on fuel and fuel, right? Coffee and gas. Um, and uh, Haley and I were coming out of, of the door and uh, because my daughter is a polite young lady, she held the door for this older gentleman that was, was coming in. And uh, the, he said, thank you. And he said, have a good day. And Haley said, well, you too. And then he stopped for a second and he said, have a better tomorrow. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, Yeah. We always think about, like, today, but what about that tomorrow? Because if we're thinking about the cre how we've been created by God for relationship with Him, yes, that involves today, but that involves tomorrow and the day after and the day after until He takes us home. As we're looking here at this, uh, at this text here, something else kind of pops out that yeah, not only did God create you, not only did He form you together, um, not only did He, uh, it says that he, 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 your eyes saw my unformed substance, it says that in your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me. Now, when I say this, it's like, okay, so I'm created for God, or by God for God, for relationship with Him. But man, I've messed things up. But remember, He created you. And God knows the beginning from the end. He knows that you're an idiot. He knows that you're going to do some stupid things. He knows... Can I, you got the picture, right? He knows that you're going to fail. He knows that you're going to cause Him pain and going to cause Him grief. But what does He do? He created you. That, 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 that's, that's huge. That, that, that should take, if nothing else that you hear today, that should take your perspective of this relationship with God and flip it on its head like, well, I never thought of it that way. Like, God knew that I was going to do all these stupid things. God knew this situation. Whatever situation, remember, we, we thought about earlier? God, God knew this situation was going to happen. God knew that, 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 that I was going to cause him pain. Or let's even go, let, let's take a step sideways a little bit. God knew that I was going to be in pain. God knew that I was going to be in pain. He was going to see his, his, his son, his daughter in pain and was going to come beside and be in pain with and, and walk with. He still, he still created. He still created me. I, I love that, and I, I, I love it for the fact because knowing that God knew before I knew, think about that, knowing that God knew before I knew or before anybody else knew all of the things that I was going to do, 
He still created me for what? Relationship with Him. I love how Paul says it. Paul says it that, 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 it, 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 that his life, and I'm paraphrasing here, that Paul, the Apostle Paul, his life was a display of God's patience for all humanity. Because, God, because Paul persecuted Christians. He killed Christians. And then he became one. And so he says, you know, I'm the chief sinner. I'm the, the worst of the worst. But you know what? God created me for a purpose. He knew that I was going to do all this nasty, dirty, ugly stuff. But he still created me. When, when we think about that, when we think about like, I, I, here's my illustration that, that I, I love to use. Um, you've probably heard it before. If I were golfing, I don't golf anymore, but if I were golfing with someone like Tiger Woods, like in his prime, and we got up on uh, this, this uh, you know, whatever hole it was, and I made this tremendous shot, Maybe I, you know, I chipped it up and it went in for an eagle or something like that. Tiger Woods is not going to stand there and be like, whoa, that is awesome. No, Tiger Woods is going to be like, well, there's a time that I bounced it off that tree and that tree and that tree and that tree, and then it went in the hole. So he, he's not going to be wowed by something which I've done. Maybe some of you are like, oh, I don't even know who Tiger Woods is. You do too. What I'm saying here is there's nothing that you're going to do to catch God off guard that he didn't already know. Dan says it all the time, like when we pray, we're not informing God <laughs> of what's going on, as if God didn't already know. No, what, what, what we have to understand is God knows. God knows the beginning from the end. He says he's the alpha and he's the omega. Being that he already knew, he still created us. Knowing the days in which you have, knowing what was going to take place, he still created us. I don't know if I can stress that anymore, the, 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 the fact that if we were created by God for God, that our, our days here on earth should be different because we have purpose. Because we have purpose. When we, when we look at this and, and we see things like we were created in His image, go, go to the, uh, Genesis chapter 1 real quick. In Genesis chapter 1, we, we see um, in verse uh, let's go to 26. Then God said, let, let us make man in our image after our likeness. This is the, the, the Godhead is saying this. They're, they're communicating uh, amongst, uh, amongst themselves here. And it says, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and every other creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Now, this sets us apart. We have to have this understanding that we were created for relationship with God. God did not create my dog for relationship with him. Or cat. Or lizard. Or a sloth bear, which we saw on the, the Zoo Channel thingy last night, which was an ugly, ugly, ugly animal. Not, not saying sloths are ugly, Angela, but this was a sloth bear. They were ugly. Totally, totally ugly. Uh, but, but God did not create those things in His image. 
There's a difference. We are image bearers of God. So when we're we're thinking about that God created us for a relationship with Him, He created us in His own image. The immaterial part of of, of us, our our ability to to commune with the Creator is something that, that no other living creature on this planet has. We can commune with our Creator. And and what what do I mean by commune with Him? We can have relationship with the God of the universe. And that is because we were made in His image and after His likeness. Now we do understand that Genesis 3 happened. And in Genesis 3, um, sin entered into the world. And because of sin uh, entering into the world, death entered into the world. And because of that, there was this great chasm that that was uh, uh, created, this fracture in the relationship between God and man. But we know that God's plan and His purpose was still... His focal point. We know that before all of that happened, before Genesis 3 happened, God already knew that it was going to happen. He's already provided the way for us to be restored in relationship with Him. That's what the, the, the remainder of, of the Bible is all about. is about the, the, the restoring of the relationship uh, between God and humanity. It's bringing back humanity to be in God's image, in His image for His glory, all through His Son. Some will say, well, Jesus didn't come along until the, the New Testament. No, 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 no. Jesus came along, the promise came along all the way back in the first book of the Bible. So understanding that, that God knows all of our days, understanding that, that, that God sees how much of a, of a crazy that we are, he still loved us enough. In, like, in Romans 5, it says that God shows His love in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While you were at your nastiest, dirtiest, ugliest spot, Christ died for you. Not only did He die for you, He created you first. Think about that. We're created for a relationship. God created us so that we could sin against Him, so that He could suffer the punishment for that sin, so that we could be in relationship with Him. That's the good news. That's the gospel right? in, in, in a nutshell. That's where I, I can boldly say, if you meet Jesus, and if you are one to say, I'm a Christian, and you believe that, your life cannot be the same. Because if our head is wrapped around what took place, that, 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 that God gave us life, and then He gave us eternal life, we, we can't be the same. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised Him from the dead, that we will be saved. Think about back to this relationship. A lot of people are like, well, I can't be in relationship with God. I, I just, it's just too hard. No, no, no. Relationship with God is, starts with a belief and that trust in what He has done. Now, I'm probably not telling you anything that you didn't already know. I, I, I get that. But what I want to do is I want to, I want to encourage you to, today that, that if we are going to live in this real relationship with God, we understand that He created us for that relationship and He provided all of the means necessary for that relationship. What do you have to do? You've got to receive the free gift. And then you have to take a step in it. And then another step in it. And then another step in it. Paul says that's walking by the Spirit. Letting the Spirit of God guide us through our lives. 
with all of that said, in about five minutes is what I want to do. I, I want us to, to we're going to take communion. Uh, we haven't taken it in, in a couple months now. And um, what, what I want us to do is I want us to think about, as we're getting ready to, uh, to, to partake of the elements, I want us to think about our relationship with God. And I want us to understand that as we partake of the Lord's Supper, as we take of the bread and as we take of the cup, as we partake of that, this is so we can be, um, as Paul is going to say, uh, we remember the Lord Jesus Christ. So this is how, when, when, when we're looking at real relationship and we're looking at a created for real relationship, if you want to know like the ultimate sign of why God created you, we can look at the, 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 the institution of, of, of the Lord's Supper because it's to remember the broken body and the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And it's to remember that He died so that we can be in relationship with Him. Turn to, to uh, 1 Corinthians 11 real quick. I just want to read this because I haven't read it in a while. Well, I've read it in a while. I mean, I haven't read it to you all and went over it. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse uh, 23. Paul writes this. I just want to use this as a um, uh, clear declaration, clear uh, um, clear direction of, of, of what it is that we are to do in remembering Christ's broken body and His shed blood. Uh, so as we're doing this, um, as I'm reading this, let's just start to prepare our hearts. Start to prepare our hearts to continue to uh, remember Christ's broken body and to remember why He did this so that we can be in relationship with Him. Paul writes here, For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night in which He, he was betrayed took bread, and when He had given thanks, He broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of Me. In the same way, all, in the same way also, he took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. If we're proclaiming the Lord's death until He comes, what we're doing is we're remembering He died for us so that we could be in relationship with Him. Remember what I said, that we were created by God for God. God created us to be in relationship with Him. And He went to the, 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 um, he, he went to the nth means. He went to the end. He took the, the greatest, the ultimate sacrifice to make that possible. No one else is going to go to the ends of the earth for you, but, but God did. And so when we, when we look at this and we understand he, we were created by Him, for Him, we can see that in partaking of the, the elements that, uh, that it's real. It's real. Our relationship is real. I, I want, and I, I don't know how to, to communicate this any, any clearer, like, I want you I want you to, 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 to realize, and when I say realize, not just like know of, but to make real 
I want you to realize the magnitude of a relationship with God and how that will and does change our lives. Not just so we can feel good about ourselves. No, so we can face tomorrow. So tomorrow can, can be better than today. So I'm going to pray. And, and after I, I pray, we're gonna, um, we'll play some music. And, and um, the, the elements will be up here uh, if you want to partake. Um, the, the, there'll be some elders up here if you want to pray. Um, during that time, uh, we're also, I got, you, you've seen, a, there's a, a basket up here as well. Uh, we're going to take, I, I know I said that we're going to, uh, on a message or whatever, that we're going to take a, a special offering for our upcoming Panama trip. Uh, that's something else you can be praying about. Um, so if you want to uh, give towards that, the, the, the basket will be up here for, for that. But, but, but mainly, what I want us to do is I want us just to think about the statement in which I made that you were created by God for God to be in relationship with Him. And as you partake of the elements, I want that to be running through your mind and just thinking like, God, I don't have to face death scared. I don't have to face this world scared because my faith my trust is in you. Let's pray. Our Father God in heaven, uh, Lord, I, I, just, I thank you for this day. I, I thank you um, for just a... Just a moment to, to, to step back and, and to throw away the, the, the notes in which I, I had prepared, but just to, to hear what you're saying and, and the, uh, to be led uh, by you to deliver the message that, 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 that we need to hear. God, this, this, the, 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 the impact, the magnitude of this truth, of being created for relationship with you. God, if that isn't already, if that isn't already set in our hearts, or if that isn't already real in our lives, my prayer is you stir that up inside of us, that truth. And as you're stirring that up, God, give us the courage to act accordingly. God, if there's something, the decision we have to make or something we have to get rid of or a, a pride in which we have to swallow or whatever it may be, God, put in us the, 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 this, this desire to, to uh, be in relationship with you over everything else in our life. God, even if that's scary for some, let it be real in our lives. So, Father, as we get ready to partake of the bread and of the cup, um, my, my prayer is that you bless these elements as they are symbolic of the broken body and the shed blood. And, God, as we, we, we prepare our hearts and as we do partake of them, let, let us remember um, what you have given for us so that we could be in relationship with you. Lord, it's for your glory. It's for your honor. God, it, it's, it's all for you. It's in your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen.